Welcome, Bearcat family, and to whoever may have stumbled across this on Spotify and SoundCloud, you are now tuning in to a little podcast that I like to call the A-Plus Podcast, where I give you tips and tricks on how to succeed in the classroom, as well as pretty much anything else that I want to put out here um, regarding academic stuff, because I am the head academic producer here at MCK Radio, and I am pleased to bring you a new episode with my good friend Jose. Go ahead and say hi, Jose. Hey, what's up, guys? And he is a grad student here at McKendree University, and I have recently come to know him because we are both on the wrestling team, and he is now, if I'm not mistaken, the GLVC Wrestler of the Week, and I just want to go ahead and, and, I guess congratulate you on that and thank you he is rearing up to compete at the regional tournament and eventually hopefully probably will go on to the national tournament so jose um go ahead and introduce yourself uh all right my name is jose champagne um originally went to two other undergrad schools i went to university of minnesota for two and a half years and uh two and a half years at little rock uh, where I finished my undergrad in Spanish and psychology. Mm-hmm. Um, but that wasn't always the case. I first started as a undecided, but it was going towards uh, exploring my routes with uh, math. Mm-hmm. So accounting like and all that stuff, which I found it, it comes easy to me. But mm-hmm. as far as like the work that I was doing, I didn't enjoy it all. So like yeah. I said, those were probably one of the best grades I got while I was there mm-hmm. in math. But like I said, I wasn't enjoying it. So I went to to start thinking about like stuff that I enjoyed doing back in high school. Mm-hmm. And that's when I stumbled into Spanish. And on top of that, like my grades were getting better because mm-hmm. of it. So I was doing work that I enjoyed while my grades were getting better. Mm-hmm. So that that's one of the bigger reasons why I chose to do Spanish. And so then, yeah. So then after two and a half years, I transferred to Little Rock where their program was a little bit different. Okay. So I, where, uh, where is Little Rock exactly? Uh, it's in Arkansas. Okay. Arkansas, Little Rock, which is the capital, yep. right in the center of the state. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So when I transferred there, there was a lot of uh, of my credits that didn't transfer just because two different universities, very different mm-hmm. um, curriculum and stuff. So I did have to um, take a, a decent amount of Spanish the first few years that I got to that I got to Little Rock because I was considered behind. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I didn't mind doing it. A lot of easy work stuff that I've I've already done at University of Minnesota, so easy enough. Um, then I ended up graduating this <clears throat> this past uh, spring, mm-hmm. and I ended up talking to Coach Kiskin here, and he um, helped me get into the grad program of Masters of Teaching. So that's where I'm at right now. Good day, Bearcats. We interrupt this program for a very special announcement. McKendry's Art and Literature magazine has recently changed its name to Catalyst in celebration of its 30th year of publication here at McKendry. The Catalyst website and print will be released on April 25th. Catalyst urges students to submit their creative work to be reviewed for publication. Art and Literature may include, but is not limited to, writings, any form of art, graphic design, poetry, and even music for the website. You also will have the option to have your work posted anonymously if you wish to do so. The Catalyst editors would keep your name confidential. If you wish to do this, please email jimuller at mckendry.edu. Once again, that is j-i-m-u-e-l-l-e-r at mckendry.edu with submissions. 
All submissions are due no later than March 25th. Catalyst is looking forward to seeing your work. And now back to your regularly scheduled program. Cool. So, okay. So you went from the University of Minnesota mm-hmm. to Little Rock mm-hmm. and then McKendry. McKendry. Well, uh, I just, we're happy to have you here. I'm Thank sure you. the uh, the grad program is being, I guess, greatly improved with your presence. And Maybe. how, I guess, right now, how is that going? So far, I'm really liking it. Um, the hardest part is just kind of like with wrestling, being able to manage it all. Mm-hmm. Um, so this past three weeks were very hard since like the the semester is like pretty new still. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we just got back from break a couple months ago. So the first thing that I like to do is developing a schedule mm-hmm. um, or a routine that I like to do. And uh, in order for me to make sure, I always make sure it works. You know what I mean? So I was always have to kind of plan around around wrestling because I always have wrestling from same times every day or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I like to, and I plan for weekends being gone for wrestling. So I kind of plan my work in between the week, like in between classes and practice and, what, and whatever else I'm doing. So like that's probably the most challenging part because, you know, there's like stuff that you don't expect to happen. And, you know, like the other day my car broke down when I was coming to the library to do a yeah. huge chunk of my homework. Mm-hmm. And... I ended up spending freaking five hours at the Oof. dealership getting my car fixed. So, Oof. so that that's why today I had to do a lot of homework. So I've been mm-hmm. at the library most of my day today. Um, so yeah, so uh, that's one of the biggest mm-hmm. things for me is creating a schedule that um, helps me stay on track of of my schoolwork, and that's kind of what I've been doing for the past three or four years nowadays. Mm-hmm. So. Have you, I guess, have you always had to balance sports and schoolwork? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been wrestling basically my whole life. Um, I mean, when you're at home, it's a little bit easier, like in high school and middle mm-hmm. school and all that stuff. It's a lot easier because you have your parents kind of like behind you, kind of telling you, hey, you do this, do yeah. this, blah, blah, blah. But when you, once you're on your own, and like that was one of my biggest struggles my freshman year, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have my parents there telling me what to do, so I yeah. kind of just didn't do it yeah and i mean although i didn't fail any classes my grades were not reflecting of my capability you know what i mean mm-hmm. so um that's something that you kind of got to develop on your own and you kind of yeah. learn from your own experience like i learned the hard mm-hmm. way like if you don't do your work or no one else gonna like your teacher are not gonna tell you to do it your parents mm-hmm. are not gonna tell you to do it i mean my mm-hmm. parents are very involved but yeah they don't know everything like mm-hmm. you know when you're in high school so yeah so i mean um for the most part, the hardest part has been like being able to make that schedule on your mm-hmm. own without having other people telling you what to do. So, I mean, that's, I think, the biggest part of that, it's going to class, I think. Yeah, which, it's, it is super important that you go to class, really. I mean, for me, it's, I'm paying a lot of money to be here. And like, for me to not go to class, I feel like that's just wasting money, mm-hmm. right? Um, so yeah, going to class is a very big part of succeeding in college. Cause like, I want to say like 50% of what you do is just showing up. Mm-hmm. Right. I would agree. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I mean, I can tell you from both sides when I was a freshman, I skipped a lot of class and mm-hmm. I had bad grades and you know, just by showing up, you don't even have to study from my own personal experience. I've yeah. noticed that if I just show up to class, I take notes, I pay attention review the notes, not really study, just go through the notes. I'm mm-hmm. good enough for the exams or 
discussions or anything yeah. that will be going on the next class. So, mm-hmm. I mean, everyone's different. So, yeah. Have you? I guess have you ever had times where you really had to study for something? Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, like I, uh, I'm trying to think. So most of my undergrad Spanish. I mean, Spanish was my first language. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, then I learned English. Yeah. And then I kind of forgot Spanish, but then mm-hmm. I went back and kind of relearned it in a uh-huh. way. So for undergrad, it wasn't really that hard because I already knew a lot of the core stuff for the language. Mm-hmm. Um, but also when people think of Spanish as a degree, they think, oh, you're learning how to say certain words, but that's mm-hmm. not the case. So when I was when I was studying Spanish, you're learning. It's like learning learning school in Spanish. You know what I mean? Yeah. So mm-hmm. you're not really learning words. You're literally talking. Everything is done in yeah. it's like a regular English classroom, but all in Spanish. Mm-hmm. So for example, a lot of my classes were history, and since the academic, I knew the academic advisor at Little Rock pretty well, mm-hmm. and she knew that I wanted to work towards teaching eventually. She kind of tailored my stuff towards. So my internships were with with teachers. Um, so I got to work with teachers in the past. Mm-hmm. So I've had a little bit of experience in teaching, but like I said, most of it just comes from uh, getting to know the people that you're gonna they're gonna be working with you, mm-hmm. and like they can help you a lot. You know what I mean? So yeah. because of her, I have had some experience in the classroom. So I didn't show up to my master's program with no experience at all. You know what yeah. I mean? So, so I mean, you you have to study, right? Like it's. It's right. not just it's not just a a breeze like you show up to class every right. day and you just take your notes and then you walk out with your diploma right it mm-hmm. takes a lot it takes a lot more work than that especially uh, I want to I can't remember the exact percentage but a lot of students here are also student athletes so I think that's a really big thing that they need to learn to do is to balance the sports and balance their schoolwork mm-hmm. in order to learn applicable knowledge and then walk out with that diploma. Right. Um, so I kind of want to ask, uh, I, I transferred high schools, but what's it like transferring universities like multiple times? Yeah. So the first time, okay, I'll start with the first time. So when I transferred, transferred from Minnesota to Little Rock, that was really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess emotionally, just because, um, it was like a sudden thing. It wasn't like I planned it. Yeah. It was, uh, I was having school problems a little bit yeah. and I was having issues with my coaches and stuff. Mm-hmm. So then I just knew that I want, I really liked it there. Mm-hmm. That was my conflict. I really liked it there, but I knew the best for my best interest. I had to leave. Yeah. So it kind of, I kind of knew that for a while and until the moment that I actually made the decision. Mm-hmm. And when I pull a trigger like this, I don't even know how to explain it. Like just rush of emotions kind of took over me for a while. And I was kind of like sad and all that stuff. Cause yeah. I, you know, I had built a lot of good friendships, mm-hmm. um, with my teammates, with just people in general. Mm-hmm. Um, even with some of my coaches on the team, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I was just gonna literally straight up leave, leave this place. Like, yeah with no notice, nothing. So it was really hard. Um, but like I said, it was for the better of me. So I knew I was doing the right decision. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was really hard. Um, the other hard thing and what I was really worried about was just kind of, um, going to a place that wasn't going to, um, 
meet what I was used to. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, yeah. University of Minnesota is a big university. Yeah, going from a really D1, you know, hundreds of, I don't, I don't know the exact enrollment in Minnesota, but it's a lot. And going to, I assume, is a smaller right. university. Right. So, yeah, University of Minnesota, I think it's like 30,000, 40,000 students. Um, Little Rock was like 10,000, which mm-hmm. huge difference. I mean, Little Rock's still pretty big, but it's a huge difference. But those were, I guess those were my concerns, just kind of like being culture shocked too. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Go yeah. two different big opposite ends. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so that was one of my big, one of my other biggest concerns. But, you know, as... I went to Little Rock and I adapted. Really liked the coach, my teammates, the people that I was around, mm-hmm. uh, my trainer. You know, surprisingly, yeah. your trainer could be one of your good friends yeah. in Little Rock. She was. Shout out to Ashley. Yep, we, Ash- we love you, Ashley. Yep. So you, she ended up being one of my really good friends and someone I spent a lot of time with because of wrestling. You know, mm-hmm. always getting banged up and stuff. So yeah, I mean, I ended up. That's kind of like a learning lesson for me that you know, it's not really about the place you're at but with mm-hmm. the people you're with and stuff like that that yeah. kind of matters mm-hmm. so yeah so that was that was kind of my learning experience with that then from transferring from Little Rock to McKendry mm-hmm. it was not as hard you know what I mean it was kind of planned yeah um so basically um my, their enrollment's going down for mm-hmm. I'm sure COVID has to do yeah, with it yeah of course yep but um so they had to cut a bunch of programs out and they ended up cutting the education mm-hmm and because like in Little Rock, when you take a world language, which is Spanish, um, Portuguese and French, I believe you have to mm-hmm. take, you have to have a second major with it. Mm-hmm. And education was one of it. But that's what I was going to do for grad school. Yeah. But they cut that out, actually. Oof. Pretty early into my last semester before I would go into grad school. So I knew mm-hmm. ahead of time that I had to either do something I didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, my coach wanted me to do like a psychology master's degree. And I was like, yeah. that's not really gonna help me you know yeah. what i mean so i was like the only reason i would be staying here is for wrestling and i didn't mm-hmm. want to do that i knew i knew that ahead of time that i want to do that and yeah i knew that i wanted to wrestle and pursue something with teaching so that's kind of where i started looking at and um my coach well coach kisgen now mm-hmm. and my high school coach uh know each other so mm-hmm. he kind of got me in contact with him he, my high school coach really wanted me to come here for undergrad yeah uh, six years ago so yeah you know and coach Casey called me and asked me to come take a visit and yeah. really liked it so mm-hmm. that's how i ended up being here but yeah it wasn't as hard because i was prepared for it um mm-hmm. it was something that i wanted to do you know what i mean so yeah do not not bad at all yeah second time um for somebody that is thinking about transferring uh, transferring whether it is from mckindry or to mckindry do you have any advice on something for them any any transferring student at all yeah so i think the first thing you got to think about and the most important is your best interest um Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so don't stay here because of your friends or because you're really comfortable with the environment if it's not what's best for you because that's what a lot of people tend to do they'll just write it out because they like it here but you know they might end up with a degree they don't want or something like that um so, yeah, I think the best thing I can say is to make sure you have the best interest and in the place is going to you're trying to get into to to make sure they can be met there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that was like one of the things why I chose McKendry, because I knew they had a grad program and I knew they had a good wrestling team. So mm-hmm. what my requirements were met, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so, it, was, it was kind of a no brainer. Exactly. You. 
And I, I assume you're, are you, are you liking it here? Oh yeah. I love it. Um, I like it better. You know, as I, I've, I went from a big school to a medium size to a smaller one. I like mm-hmm. the smaller one way better. Um, I learned better, you know, here the mm-hmm. teachers With, get to know you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, most of my classes are within 15 kids. Um, mm-hmm. what else? Uh, a lot of this stuff is teachers are more understanding. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. especially with like sports, you know, like last week I had to, we had a miss because of, uh, we mm-hmm. had a, that GLVC. No, see the central Missouri duel. I had a class last night and oh, you know, yeah, most yeah, of the yeah. time. So stuff like that, that comes up and that was kind of like last minute thing. And so I wasn't planning to miss that class. So I had mm-hmm. like letter, let her know ahead of time. Hey, I'm not going to be there. And that she was very understanding, gave me extra time for, the assignments that I was going to miss and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. it was like, it's super easy. You know yeah. what I mean? If you contact the teachers and let them know what's going on, most of the time they'll be mm-hmm. understanding. So that's one thing that I like, especially if they know you and they know that you're not just missing. For, yeah. For just, what, just, just blown off miss, class. Right? Yeah, exactly. So if they know you're a good student and you do your stuff, most of the time they'll be understanding mm-hmm. and work with you. And that's, that's one thing that I'm a really big advocate for is creating those open lines of communication for your teachers. Like it's, it's their job to be there and to help foster your growth, right. And Mm -hmm. to not be open with them and to have open lines of communication and talk to them about what you're doing. If you're going to miss class, if you're not learning, if you have a problem, this, that, or the other, it's not really, I guess, taking advantage of all the opportunities you've got here. Um, so I guess with that, is there any opportunity here at McKendree that other than teachers that you didn't have at either Little Rock or Minnesota that you can think of off the top of your head? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, uh, no, not really. I mean, I'm pretty, pretty easy to, I guess to please most yeah. of my, you know what I <laughs> yeah. mean? Um, I mean, as far as schools goes, as long as I got a place to do my stuff, my homework mm-hmm. and my work, yeah, my teachers communicate. That's Matt, and you know my other thing here is wrestling, and mm-hmm. you know we have a coach that's very passionate about what he's doing. Yeah. So we do our thing, and mm-hmm. that's it. I mean, so that I have no complaints. Um, yeah. Um, so I guess um, cool. So in terms of you being a grad student, is there any advice you would want to give undergrad students about how you eventually chose and finalized your major? Yeah. So like I said, um, I try to do something that I was good at, but didn't enjoy. And, mm-hmm. you know, that lasted for about a year or so. And mm-hmm. I just didn't like it at all. So I ended up switching. I didn't know what to. So I just went back to undecided. And like I said, I just kind of went back to what I enjoy doing. Um, so I l- enjoy learning Spanish. Psychology is kind of intriguing. So I kind of c- combined those two things. Yeah. And that's how I ended up finding my degree. Um, just basically going back to the basics, of what, mm-hmm. I, what I like. And uh, from there, like I didn't even know I wanted to teach at the time. Because, you know, with Spanish, you can do a lot of things. You can go yeah. into business. You can go into hospital work, um, mm-hmm. translating, teaching, um, tutoring. There's a lot of stuff. So, um the reason that I chose uh, teaching was because of an internship mm-hmm. through my uh, program in Little Rock. So I got to work with kids, um, really enjoyed it. So I was like, maybe teaching is something that I want to do. You know what I yeah. mean? And as I got to work with the kids more, I really enjoyed it. And that's how I kind of finalized it. So it was just kind of from being open-minded, I guess. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm, I'll do I'll, work, I'll do this work here and 
from there I knew that I would like working with kids and as I worked more then I knew oh that's what I really want to mm-hmm. do so that's how I ended up yeah so I guess you would say it wasn't really like an epiphany like it fell on you like a ton of bricks it was more so gradual very yeah right? yeah I would say it's very gradual uh, it was kind of just form itself from my experiences you know mm-hmm. and like I was saying just kind of like I started with what I liked and as I was working with that I got to meet some people and those people kind of you know, guided me in certain directions, and mm-hmm. from there, that gave me ideas, and eventually, that's how yeah. how it got to it. So, I guess what I get, I should have asked you this: What exactly is your major, or uh, uh, what is it? A doctorate? A master's? It's a master's. master's. Yeah, it's master's arts of teaching. Master's in arts of teaching with. You already have a bachelor's yeah. in Spanish, Spanish and psychology. In psychology. So, yep. what exactly are you hoping to do with that? So there are many routes that I can take. Um, So after I get my master's, I could actually go straight into teaching Mm because I'll have my certificate for uh, middle school social studies. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can either take an exam to get my endorsement for Spanish, Mm -hmm. which is taught in middle school, in some middle schools and in high school for sure. And that would also require me to get my endorsement for high school teaching, Mm -hmm. which is super easy once you get your your first one. Mm -hmm. So you first have to get your foot in the door. And yeah. that's what I'm doing with social studies. Um, uh-huh. So, but once I do that, I just take exams, and if I pass them, I can essentially tailor my my degree towards what I really want to do. Which is, if if I want to be, I the ideal situation for me would be Spanish, high school Spanish, because mm-hmm. then that would give me the ability to coach if I want to. Yeah. Um, or do other stuff on the side. Mm-hmm. Other things that I've looked into with my degree, and once I get my master's, I could also take an exam to work towards my um, interpreting uh, uh, mm-hmm. certificate. So that would allow me to work either at hospitals, schools, and just kind of like interpret conversations between people. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, I had a little bit of uh, experience with that in Little Rock. I worked in a hospital for about six to seven months. I actually ended up, at first, it was um, a mandatory work for my. For my school mm-hmm. so i had to get i believe it was like 40 hours in a semester and i ended up liking it so much that i kept i went back mm-hmm. and i ended up doing it for about six months Ooh. yeah so my job there was basically at first when i got there was just to do paperwork for it's a a free hospital so yeah you don't, you don't need insurance you just mm-hmm. show up and most of most of the people are in in that area are spanish and mm-hmm. none of them speak english so my job at first was just to basically do all their paperwork for them. I yeah. would, you know, I would ask them, what's your name? Mm-hmm. Then I would write their name. So I would just translate the paper, you know? Yeah. And whatnot. then I ended up having to uh, translate conversations between the doctors and the patients. So mm-hmm. then I really liked it. And they ended up telling me, hey, if you want to come back, you don't have to do it with your school. You can just do it on your own time. So mm-hmm. I ended up doing it, like I said, for like six months. I really enjoyed it. Uh, it was very gratifying just because... I felt like I was making a difference for these people. You know yeah. what I mean? Like an example that I want to share is uh, one specific lady that went in there. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> she went in there because she she called earlier. They couldn't understand her. Yeah. So she came in person, mm-hmm. came in crying and all that stuff. And they thought she was coming in because she had like an STD. Mm-hmm. So that's what they were screening her for. Um, uh, sexually transmitted disease or whatever. Mm-hmm. But... They actually misunderstood misunderstood what she was saying. She was just coming in there because she needed a psychologist to talk about uh, her husband was abusive. Yeah. 
Wow. So if it wasn't for me, they would have been doing a bunch of work on her wow. for like having an STD. But uh-huh. in reality, all she wanted to do is have some a doctor to talk mm-hmm. to. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, that kind of made me feel good that I was able to help this person. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because they were going to be doing all these tests on her and she didn't know how to tell him this is not what I need. Mm-hmm. And they would have done it anyway. You know what I mean? So Yeah. That's really cool. I don't think that is that is really cool. Um, so I guess would you we have a would you say we have a strong uh, education uh, program here? At yeah, it's one of the best ones in Illinois for sure. Um, one of the reasons I picked it, like I said, it was mm-hmm. kind of like a great combo with a great education program as well as a really good wrestling team. So yeah. perfect uh, for me. Yeah. What is one thing that you want to say to somebody that's going into education? Um, well, you have to enjoy for sure. That's like one of the things that I get a lot from a lot of people. You must really enjoy this just because yeah, the pay is not great. Mm-hmm. You're doing a lot of work and a lot of people don't appreciate you for it. Mm-hmm. So you just kind of got to like it or enjoy working with the kids or doing the work itself. You know what I mean? Yeah. One of the two. I enjoy working with the kids, so I don't mind mm-hmm. it at all. So, yeah. So I think that would have to apply to everybody, really. Do what you, do what you like. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, my mother is also a high school biology teacher, sciences. Okay. So kind of like, I don't want to say the opposite of you because I feel like you're more so like a words person instead of like a numbers person. Oh, even, I mean. Even though, even though you said you, you know, were, you really liked accounting and yeah. stuff. But I'm definitely going to school for words. As mm-hmm. a, as oh, for sure. I mean, uh, that's kind of how I was. I, like I said, I'm good at math, but I just don't enjoy doing it. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would say I'm more of a words person than numbers for sure. Yeah. Um, so, I guess, what advice do you have for anybody that's already in the education program that would want to kind of really figure out what they want to teach and how they want to help people. Yeah, so specifically here, that doesn't really apply to McKendry just because in order to get to the program, you have to have a, a field selected. So I was social studies uh-huh. when I got here. Yeah. So that's what it is. And in order for me to graduate, I have to complete the work for that specific mm-hmm. uh, class. So I think the best thing to do is to do your research. Mm-hmm. And like I said, um, this is kind of like a stepping stone it doesn't, it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be said. So you could pick. So for me, I pick social studies because I enjoy social studies and also I had the most credits towards that. Mm-hmm. So I have to actually take two summer classes in order to have all the required um, social studies classes for this degree. Yeah. So and like I said, my my ultimate goal is to get to Spanish, my mm-hmm. Spanish um, certificate. So, like I said, I'm using social studies just to get through school and get through the work. And mm-hmm. I know what I want to do eventually, which is Spanish. So yeah. it could, it doesn't have to be set in stone right now. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's still like, it's still shaping. You can still shape it to what you want it yeah. as you're going through it. Uh, what if, yeah. So I guess with you being in grad school, did you have the opportunity to go straight into the workforce after university? Well, yeah, especially as a teacher, cause there's a high demand for them right now. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as I get my, so as soon as I graduate, I get my license mm-hmm. and my certificate for social study. So right when I grad walk off stage, I could get hired as a social studies, a middle school social studies teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, I could probably get hired as a Spanish teacher if I really wanted to, because I 
basically just have to take the exam at this point. Mm-hmm. But you have certain requirements you have to meet. So, yeah. you know what I mean? If I wanted to do like high school math, uh, I would mm-hmm. not be qualified for that whatsoever. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, personally, from in my experience, as soon as I graduate, I could teach. I could go straight into work in social studies, middle mm-hmm. school social studies. Yeah. And have you done any student teaching already? Uh, uh, yes. So here they call it practicum. Uh, every okay. semester. So the program is two years. You get practicum one, two, three. And you get your student teaching in the last semester. Uh, right now, I'm currently on my second uh, practicum. So the first one I was placed at uh, Joseph Arthur Middle School out in O'Fallon. Mm-hmm. And that one's kind of like the learning experience. You're observing more than actually teaching. So you're yeah. still in a classroom. You have to present two lesson plans. Um, so you take over the classroom two days out of the out of the 10 weeks. And... Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like the stepping stone. And right now I'm on my second practicum, and this one's more involved, more hands-on. Um, you have to do three lesson plans, and basically you have a little bit more responsibility. You know what I mean? You're mm-hmm. still, you still, you know, still don't have your own classroom, but you you have more responsibilities as a, um, a student teacher. Yeah. So, okay, so you have practicum one, two, and three. Then, and student teaching? Then student teaching on my fourth semester. Then student teaching. Yep. So, okay, so you still have two, more. two semesters. Two semesters. So you have one, one yep. year left. Left. Yep. So will you also be wrestling as um, well? Potentially. Uh, I have a year eligibility left because of a uh, shoulder injury. Mm-hmm. I'm actually working with my coach right now to try to see if we can get it back. Mm-hmm. So... If that works out, I, I will be competing next year. But if it doesn't, mm-hmm. I would just come back, finish my school, and I would be a grad assistant on in the wrestling on the wrestling team. Yeah. Okay. Well, I as we are wrapping up now, is there anything else you want to leave with? No. Yeah, I'm, about <laughs> he, it. I I kind of interrupted him. He was he's been in the library all day today, and I kind of just. I kind of forcefully drug him away from his homework to come record this. So I really thank you, Jose, yeah, no for, for doing this with me. And I do think that we got a lot of good information for the uh, the people listening that potentially want to go into education, want to transfer, want to transfer, uh, go into a master's program. So I guess thanks, Jose. Yeah, no problem. I appreciate Anytime. it. Anytime. All right. I will see you next time.